What up? What's going on, Brian? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, man, I clicked off everything now. Oh, there we go. Boop, boop, all go. All right. In three, two. What's going on for this community? It's your boy, Cell, along with my co-host. Permission to speak, General Hendricks. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Uh, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, somebody called you a general. I thought you. I had to wait for your permission or something. When? <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> Gentlemen, ladies, it is the return of Vern. Busy B. Lee. Oh, no, that's the worst nickname I've ever given myself. What's up, y'all? We back. Man, I'm not editing none of this because I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking. You know, <laughs> I'm not editing nothing. Yeah, it's over for that. I don't care. We we one shot. We should one shot this mess, or, or we ain't doing it's it. Lee. <laughs> yeah. All right. So finally, what has it been since October? We I haven't had know. any previews since know. October. Wait. I don't know. Maybe it's been September. No, a set came out in October, right? Man, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Man, because it's been <laughs> it's been a minute. It's February. What was this? Yesterday, February twenty fourth, when this stuff came out. So finally, get to see Masters of Evil. Had a feeling that uh, Zemo was going to be doing something crazy, so might as well get into it. First card on the block: Baron Zemo, main character. Masters of Evil affiliation. Level one. I waited decades for this. Build phase red. You pay one less to recruit Masters of Evil supporting characters this turn. Oh, it's his stats. Range 255 health. Um, level up condition 10 XP. When you recruit a Masters of Evil character, Zemo gains XP equal to its printed cost. Gotcha. So his level up condition is, is twofold. Allows you to bring somebody out one turn early and allows you to get XP earlier for bringing out bigger characters. So, thoughts on uh, Zemo? Um, it's a little underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, could be good. Uh, from what I'm saying, uh, since it's basically a Masters of Evil thing, like he only gets it for the cost of Masters Evil's characters, right? And it's yeah. recruiting, right? Yep. So recruit, we'll, not appear. I don't know. Maybe maybe a mono deck. <laughs> That's what it's looking like just from this, this here. I don't know. It's 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 okay. I mean it's it's nothing uh outstanding. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how people play it because I see how this could be a ramp. But because you can bring uh, like a pseudo ramp, you can bring bigger characters out early, you know, depending on uh, if it'll be worth it or not. Because I've had plenty of times where I whiffed on a turn and I have my next my next card, but I might be one turn too late. So uh, the one thing I do like is that on his level two, you keep the, you know, I waited decades for this. You keep that that superpower. So level two, still Masters of Evil, range five, eight, five health. He keeps, I waited decades for this, but now he has a new ability 
X marks the spot. Main phase yellow. Choose an enemy row, then choose one. Adhesive X. Characters there are immobile until your next turn. Formula X. Characters there can't strike this turn. Or Particle X. Destroy each equipment there. So, you're really leveling up to use this. Because this can seriously hurt. You know, you stun in a main character and you're leaving them in the spot that's going to make them more vulnerable. You, you hit that X marks the spot and they can't move. Then you're probably going to get another crack at them next turn. Thoughts on uh, uh, level two? Okay, so... <laughs> here's my thought. These types of powers separately, right, have never really been all that impactful. Like, okay, so you got Star-Lord who could bring out a character uh, early. You mm-hmm. had Night- Nighthawk who could bring out a character early. You had the SC Nighthawk that could bring out characters early. You got Wealthy that could bring out characters early. And never has it been that big of a deal or even all even played all that much. And then there's a mobile, which the thing about a mobile is usually if a person is playing correctly, their, their, their character is exactly where they want them to be when you use a mobile. So it's like, <laughs> you know, okay, I can't move, but that's why I want him to be in the first place. That's why he's there. So it's like, uh, so now you're combining two underwhelming powers in one guy. Now, now what I see is that, you know, he's a ranged character. He doesn't have much attack or whatever, but if you can flood the field with a bunch of guys up front and then immobilize, like, you know, different things, you know, that, that combination might work. Uh, and then, you know, his second power is very versatile. So, it's possible it might work. Like, I, I feel like we're missing something. Like, we need to see what the team has to offer before we could just dismiss it. But, you know, as of now, the best thing I say about this guy is the fact that I get to use stand together and unwavering loyalty. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not all that impressed at this point. I need to see what else, you know, what else they have going on. I think he's, he's more of a tech card because hopefully you're going to have more characters that are beaters because having people at BM mobile could, could definitely swing the game and then having uh, uh, characters not being able to strike allows your characters that may have one health, more opportunity to stay alive than destroy each equipment. That is what it is. Uh, each equipment in that row, that's a huge deal because people want to put the machine in the back you know, people got uh, Isosphere, so um, he's doing all the tech stuff, if you ask me. And I think you having the red is going to allow you to bring somebody out sooner that can be more of a threat and complement what he's doing with the yellow. Now, one of the things we've said before, yellow and red is some of the hardest power combinations. However... Because you do have Isosphere, that also means that you can bring out, flip the red, bring a five drop out on turn uh, four, and 
cover the cover your bases if you whiff on a turn. Um, I also like how if you like say on turn four you got your four drop, but now you bring them out and you got one resource point left, you can use uh, an equipment. You know, so if I want to bring out, um, well, we haven't got to the card, but if I want to bring out some of these characters and then equip them to some of those predator uh, equipments, that'll work in your favor. I think, I think, like you said, we got to see more, but there's versatility here that I like. However, if this team winds up being just straight trash, just full on <laughs> dumpster fire, then what's the point? I, I mean, you I know. see what it's. You can see what he's trying to do, right? I mean, you right. see it, and we hope the team you, can complement that, right? You, you're trying to swarm the field. I mean, for example, so you you got the ability to keep a whole row from striking on a turn. So let's say you play against the Outriders, right? You and let's say you use your power and you're able to get a bunch of guys out. Now I can use that that ability. I can swing on Outriders and not have to worry about getting struck back. And then the outriders have to swing through a bunch of guys just to get back the Zemo. I mean, that's that's powerful, but I feel like in order for that to be relevant, Swarm has to be relevant. You know, and, mm-hmm. and can he make Swarm relevant? Maybe. If you can't, and the, the catch of the catch has always been with Swarm decks, unlike OG versus, you got to keep cards in your hand in this this game. That's one of the reasons why Swarm is so hard. You know, so it's going to be interesting to see if you make a mono deck so you have Stand Together and Unwavering, try to curve this joint out. Or if you say, hey, I really just want to use his yellow ability. Let me go ahead and just stack my first few turns with Masters of Evil People and then flip the script on turn four, turn five. You know what I'm saying? Because if they wind up giving up, giving you too many characters that's early game, you know, like three ones, three twos, three threes, and then hardly anything going four through eight, if there is an eight drop, which there probably won't be for this team, then it's like, okay, y'all made this lopsided like you tried to force the hand in doing this early game shenanigans, but then won't give us a tool to put more cards in our hand to keep the early game shenanigans going, you know? So, so I'm like, okay, I, I want to see where they what they're gonna go with this too. So yeah, we we need more information. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, but I do like the red abilities ability to work for the whole turn and work for every character you recruit. You know, so you can bring out one drops for free now. That's Masters of Evil on turn three, and then bring out um, your two drops for one. And depending on what's in your hand, you can you can empty your hand, but you'll have a whole field full of people. But if they give us a whole bunch of folks that's just one cost or weak as water to begin with, mm, well, you know, what was the point? Now I got an empty hand and I got an empty field. Now what am I do? You know, so like I said, it, it was, right. Yeah, exactly. I just just delayed my death one turn. So it'll be interesting to see how this turns out. So let's look at uh, one of the support characters over here. So we got Masters of Evil, one drop named Melter. Stats, range, 2-1-1 health. Superpower, Melting Ray. Combat, red. Melter gets plus 5, plus 0 this combat. You may KO an equipment on the defender 
if the defender has iron in its in its name, it can't strike this combat. Thoughts on Melter? Okay, that's two equipment KO effects on one team. Just yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. You got a theme going. I don't, however, like the fact that he eating from the same plate as Zemo. Yeah, that sucks. Because that, that red swing of a seven on turn for a one drop and you range, that's huge. Right. And, and it's and a combat works. ability. It Which works like, if you're not playing Zemo, so I mean, <laughs> right? That's right. Swinging for seven is is pretty strong for one drop, for real. Yeah. So and it's range on top of it. right, right. So you can shock him if you want to. If that'll keep you from getting stunned, then it's like so, <laughs> you know. So, but uh, and, and like I said, you may KO an equipment on the defender. So even if somebody's just swinging at you. You can KO this equipment and be done with it. Now, it's very specific. You can't use this to KO the machine. You know, it's got to be equipped to the character. So I think that's uh, interesting. And it gets around um, certain equipments that may wind up um, having having hitting you back or having some type of negative effect. Like, say, for example, you swing with this dude, you flip the red, you KO Darkhold. Well, now they can't bounce you know, before you pass your your uh, your phase of the attack. Now they can't bounce a plot twist back. That obviously changes things. You might want to just swing this dude just to get rid of uh, Nullifier. You know, so like I said, uh, he's got some utility for sure. Whether you're playing, you know, teaming up with Zemo or not, he's definitely got some utility. Like I said, yeah. I, just, I just don't like him eating from the same plate as Zemo. Yeah, equipment I get are becoming more and more powerful. Mm-hmm. So especially some of these one of your kinds and isosphere is it's just stupid. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, not only can I see them being splashed in other in other MCs with other MCs or other uh, teams, but see now this is what I'm talking about. Now I'm starting to think maybe we are getting a bunch of low drops because that. A guy that can swing on seven at one. If you got if you got any more lower drops with with this type of uh, power and utility, then you might be able to do something with it. Right. Yeah. It, it'll be worth it. So the way that they may have it is, you can either be more aggressive, or we got a different set of cards where you can go with the curve. You know. So because. Uh, Let's see. He's going to have to bring out. Wait a minute. Because don't we have a Zemo car already for um, Hydra? Is that Helmet yeah. Zemo? Yeah, we got Helmet Zemo. I think that's but, his son. Gotcha. Because we got a similar effect um, as far as uh, the recruit. I think it is. Because the ex- Helmet Zemo was called Baron Zemo too. But I think this is I think this is his father. I think this gotcha. is okay. Gotcha. Because uh, they both got 10 XP and they both got the same recruit uh, conditions. And they both, now that I think about it, they're both um, red and yellow for their abilities. And they're both tech abilities. So you you never were going to. They might be the same stats. Now that I think about it. Uh, uh, he I got one more defense. Daddy got a bigger butt. What are you, four, he's 5'9. 
No, I thought helmet. I thought helmet was five seven. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, helmet is two four range. Um, and then he's five seven range. Yeah. So this dude got a is is five eight. Oh, so you saying this is the dad? You saying helmet yeah. is the son? Oh, yeah, gotcha. Bar- okay. Yeah, Baron. Baron has got that old man strength. Got, <laughs> got gotcha. that dad bod. Right. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, but they uh. They definitely got similar abilities because uh, Helmet got the yellow on turn uh, level one. And, oh, he's 11. He's 11 uh, XP Army of Evil. When you recruit your first character each turn, Zemo gains XP equal to his cost. And then Baron is when you recruit a Masters of Evil character, Zemo gains XP equal to his printed cost. Gotcha. Okay. Huh. Interesting. So, like I said, we'll see how this uh, how this goes. So we got Melter down, which means, of course, uh, keep in mind that means Iron Fist, um, Iron Man, Iron Heart, Iron Monger, Iron Patriots. They can't, none of them characters, anybody with iron in their name can't, uh, can't strike this combat. So that's something to keep in mind with Melter. Not that we see necessarily see those characters around, but that, that, it, that does make a difference. Yeah. So next up is Tiger Shark. Tiger Shark is Masters of Evil, of course. Three, uh, cost of three, four, four, two health. And he's got uh, two abilities. One is tough. Obviously, we know that from JJ. And Adamantium Teeth. The Tiger Shark strikes an enemy character in melee combat. If he doesn't get, doesn't stun it, put two minus one, minus one counters on it. That's huge. For early game, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Especially especially if you have a situation where, hey, I flipped this red, I'm going to bring Melter out early, and I'll play Tiger Shark. Tiger Shark swinging to somebody, doesn't stun him. His ability still goes off even if, you, even if he gets shocked. Now, Melter and Hel- uh, Baron can team attack for four and probably take your take your person down anyway. You know, so that adamantium teeth, I think if you have him in the right deck, that definitely adds up. Characters that need negatives to go off. And he got two health too, because he reminds me of a uh, better version of um, Acid Blood. So, yeah, I like this dude. All right, so he's four and four, right? On three. Yeah. Uh, what's being played on three right now? JJ, Elsa. Senator Kelly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying. No, like I'm, just thinking, I'm just thinking. I'm mm-hmm. just thinking. I'm just thinking. He is okay. Now, the situations you brought up, yeah, uh, good stuff in those situations. But the fact that I that the only way I can get excited about him is if he doesn't stun somebody kind of dampens it for me. <laughs> like, oh, yes, I didn't get stunned. I didn't stun them, so now I get to put two eggs on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay. 
Right, uh, but you pre- you prefer to stutter them, which is the goal. Right. So somebody has to sit back and say, do I want these negatives or am I going to shock them? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'll take the negatives and make you attack me two times. <laughs> Depending on the scenario, because with him coming out on turn three, you can, uh, you know, you get, you have scenarios where it's, it's like it's not going to make a difference. You know, now, I also see I can see that um, he can be used in situations like, say, for example, because, huh, now that I thought about it, these characters seem splashable in other decks, not Zemos. But anyway, one thing I literally just thought about, you put him in a hammer deck or in a deck where somebody's going to be doubling those negative counters. He's going to be extremely valuable. Because you might be getting free KOs, and he's probably face down, so he's not going anywhere. He's going to be able to pull this off the next turn, too. You know. So, like I said, it's going to be uh, it'll be interesting to see what people come up with. Like I said, tough and that adamantium teeth, that, that tough might come in handy. There, there, there are ways to, to make use of him. I'm just trying to, what I'm finding a hard time figuring out is what deck would I want to pull this off in? Hammer is one of the ones I thought of because Why? you're dishing out negatives. Because they like negatives. They got a lot of stuff that gives you bonuses for doing stuff with negatives. Like Spin Doctor and whatnot. Nobody plays that. <laughs> if you have enough enough of something to support, it can get played. Like I said, I'm I'm just thinking outside the box. You might want to put this dude inside a uh inside a uh Fin Fang Foom deck. You know, get those get some extra negatives on folks. You could. Right. So I'm just I'm just thinking I'm not I'm not well, grading him about about how good he is in comparison to stuff that we play. I'm just saying, okay, what what off the top of my head could he be used for? Now well, he may not ever see use, which was brought up in the you know, in the collective. Dude might be balancing the table out, you know, as soon as he come out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he that bad. Like, like <laughs> I can see, like, okay, so, you know, you can you can use him to attack up the curve. Yeah. Especially since, like, for example, if, if, if Baron Zemo is, is bringing out a bunch of, if, you, if it's turn four and you bring out him and a couple of other folks, you know, maybe having him attack up the curve, and low, and you know, making them smaller right. will allow you to now take somebody else and take that character out. I mean, it's right. that's what it's, I'm saying. I mean, it's, it's ways, it's utility, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just you know, I'm just having a hard time like <laughs> getting excited about him. You know what I'm saying? Like I see oh, what no, he, I mean. He ain't he ain't necessarily like, exciting. He ain't no nothing groundbreaking. But I'm just saying, you know, I see where the ability comes in. Got that strong jaw. Yep. So next up, plot twist. Masters of Evil, team stamped. The name of the card, Masters of Evil. And uh, main phase, look at cards from the top of your deck equal to the highest cost of an evil supporting character on your side. Put any number on top of your deck and the rest on the bottom. Now that right there, the cost of an evil supporting character interesting 
that's got combo written all over it. All over it. Because if you do some pixie mess and you bring in nothing but high drop evil characters, this one card is better than agent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To to, to fly through your deck, to fly through your deck, and you got eight drops you bringing out, you know, with Pixie, nine drops, and all that type of stuff, and you you flying through your deck, dude. Yeah, this this some uh, this some combo type mess. Oh, for sure. Unfortunately, it does not help get cards in your hand. Which that's what I when you were reading it off, I was hoping that's what it did. But no. Well, keep in mind you. You're you're definitely prepping for the future because one of these cards you can put your whole your whole life in order. <laughs> you know, you pixie into an onslaught or some nonsense, or pixie into a uh, not onslaught, but pixie into a phone. You know what I mean? Not phone, Thanos. And then I see I get to see my next eight cards, and I get to choose what I want to put on the bottom of my deck or the top of my deck. That's huge. That's huge. Good. It's definitely good. You know, and that's one of the things I'm saying. Some of this stuff, I'm like, maybe the same for Zemo. Maybe you want to put this in another deck. You know what I mean? Well, that's definitely not Zemo. Right, because I'm like, oh, this is uh Well, see, the benefit of it, if comboing this with Zemo is, you play the red, you're bringing somebody bigger in earlier. So I can see that working for Zemo. You know, especially if you not play a mono and you bring out, you know, Mantis on two. And then your next turn is four. And then you bring a five drop out early and he gets five XP. And then I use Masters of Evil because I got an evil five drop, like Sinister or some trash. And I go through five cards. That's huge. That's huge. You know what I mean? Well, I can't bring out Sinister early because Sinister is a Masters of Evil, but you know what I'm saying. Because whoever he brings out early, you, you're going to be able to use this card way faster than you would think you would. And it doesn't cost you anything. Because one thing I don't like about Global, it's going to cost me a yellow in order to put something else in my hand. Hopefully that yellow is in my resource row. But for the most part, I'm like, Ugh. I don't, I don't know. You go through five cards, but like I said, I'm I'm iffy on it sometimes. Now, now global is good. Don't get me wrong. It's just expensive, you know. So this saying, "Oh, play this card, rearrange the top cards of your deck," that's huge to me. It's like better than global, but not better at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's still balanced. It's, it's yeah. a good card, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Any additional thoughts on it? Nope. All right. So our last card here, Whirlwind, Masters of Evil, four costs with flight, six four one health. Keyword: the human top. Whirlwind can't be struck in melee combat. Fantastic. Fantastic. This, this, this I like this dude. Excited about this. I like this dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Play uh, Primeval on two, flip it, flip this, uh, flip the red on three, bring him out. No, you're going to use all your uh, resource points. 
But uh, no, he cost. No, you want to bring him out on four and play oh. a uh, what you call it? Play a um, what's the name of that thing? Camo, active camo. He'll be eight six with flight and dodge and stealth. So that's that's pretty stacked. But of course you got boomerang and he'll just flip down and lose all types of advantage on that. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. This this the possibilities with him is, is really crazy. They are. They are. And that's why I think um that uh X marks the spot using a mobile is gonna be great with this dude. Because if you use the X marks the spot and you do have active camo, then you're gonna keep them keep those people wherever they are to keep them vulnerable to whirlwind. You know what I'm saying? Because if you can't be struck in melee combat. People want to play anti-equipment cards now. Yeah. I also see whirlwind being in something like um, um, any deck that's going to use wait a minute, because you can ready him with X-Factor. But let me see. Can you... uh, Brotherhood ready exactly two exhausted face up characters on your side who share team affiliation. Yeah, I see Brotherhood getting used with this dude. Because it says ready exactly two exhausted face up characters. So if you got a ranged character in the back, like Zemo with big defense that hasn't been stunned, and then you bring out um, Whirlwind. And he gets exhausted because he's not stunned. If you got a Brotherhood character, you can ready Zemo and Whirlwind and do this all over again. You know what I'm saying? Yep. This is um. So, like I said, X Factor is not his choice to be able to ready Whirlwind. A good card here. Yeah, because we got plenty of characters that can uh, keep folks from readying. We don't have that many that allow people to ready. Um, Helion, flip the green, ready or exhaust a face-up character, fight the good fight, recover and ready a stun character on your side. It has ferocious. Well, that won't work for uh, Whirlwind. But let's see. Oh, nice. Where'd she go on Invisible Woman? Main phase yellow, ready Invisible Woman, and she has Invincible or Invisibility this turn. Interesting. You might get uh multiple characters because she's a five drop he's a four drop and he might get ready from another effect so you might have it might be a deck out there deck idea out there where you can have multiple people that can get ready and keep folks fields empty you know you you can wait all the way to turn 10 and play uh you want to with red <laughs> so like i said this is uh you don't like that idea oh yeah uh, no, I'm, reading what, I'm reading what you're saying uh, you that talking about with the Earth? Yeah, that's, that's way too late. <laughs> hey, I don't know, man. With some of these these ramp effects now, I don't know. Depends on the deck. And that yeah, that ain't true. nothing to to be sneezing at. You know, taking uh, negatives off of folks is going to be huge in late game because that might one negative, two negatives can swing the game. You know, so they're recovering, ready any number of them. Considering mm-hmm. what I just saw in the uh, 
Bill Fay's Invitational with Burt's Long Deck. <laughs> That's what I call it, the Long Deck, because that game, that game was so long. <laughs> I've seen longer, but it's like it's it's almost like he purposely made the deck to be long. So well, he wait, might. So, so what what happened? It was it was just a long game. <laughs> it was. Just, Last time I see Bird play, game. he did the exact slow opposite. <laughs> it's a long game. It was Invisible Woman versus uh, Valkyrie. And it was a whole bunch of uh, Tuck Which Valkyrie? Uh, illustrated. Oh, okay. okay. And then Bird brought back the uh, Singularity Captain Swain combo. He just had ridiculous people getting brought back. <laughs> I'm like, gotcha. oh my goodness! Dude, starting the combo on turn ten. Oh my goodness! On <laughs> ten, it's quite old. It was some good. It was a good deck, though. Did he win? Yeah, he won. Oh, okay. You go through all that, then don't win. Be like, ugh. So, so. That's all the cards. What else is uh, what else is going on? You said the Invitational. Yeah, we got the Bill Phase Invitational going on with well, the very first one with eight players, mm-hmm. uh, just playing unlimited vert, unlimited decks. I, I, let me see if I can remember who's in it. Bird is in it. Adam Logan, John Phillips, the Goat, Robert Cheek Smallwood. Uh, uh, James Monroe, current Gen Con champion, Ashley is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, People's Champ Robbie Stewart's in it. And then, did I say Bert? I think that's all eight. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah. And we've already seen it, like the, like the first round. I don't know if you mm-hmm. got a chance to watch the matches yet, but uh, it's basically. Robert Smallwood without riders against Burt and Invisible Woman, and then James Monroe without riders playing somebody <laughs> without outriders. I don't even remember. I, I don't remember. Is it Mitch? I don't remember. Gotcha. But yeah, I, here's hoping for a non outriders final somehow. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's always a step up. Yeah, so we'll see how uh, see how that shakes out. Then uh, I think uh, Caleb C Stacks is throwing something together for uh, what's a face. Uh, the three versus three. I haven't watched the video yet. No, I haven't seen the trailer either. I saw pieces of the trailer. Work when work was a little bit slow. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. That's a heavyweight. Somebody, Seventeen somebody lose cup three. Yeah, yeah, three v three. Interesting way of uh, putting it, because you it's still one v one, but your teams are against each other. So then it's uh, open deck, right? It's open deck list, right? Uh, it's interesting. Okay, so. We've been well. You haven't really been playing in any all the most of the online tournaments. I think you've gotten a 
I think you got, got Bill Def- and that was really that was kind of like a more of a quick version. So you didn't have the same like you weren't in QC two or BLP six, right? And those tourneys were grueling <laughs> in different ways. Like, mm. uh, so uh, build build phase league six um, was basically you had the you had you had six MCs that that were already revealed, and you could only play one for each round of switch. So you know it was interesting strategy as far as you know trying to figure out what your opponent might play, who you should play against, you know who you think they're gonna play. It was an interesting strategy that you don't get to use very much in this game. Mm-hmm. It was just brutal because because of that element, it made some newer players more dangerous. Right. Yeah. Because sometimes you would just get matched up with a deck that was just. It counted your deck, right? Right. So it was. It was. It was. It was just at the end of that tourney. It was just like, man, <laughs> I'm tired. And then after that, QC three came, and that was grueling because it was just full of just hitters every single week. Mm-hmm. The match was just ah, <laughs> and it was a different theme every week. So you had to build a new deck every week. And man, I'm telling you, at the end of those two tourneys, I was exhausted. And this here is a whole new different uh it's a whole new different grind. Cause basically, like you have the knowledge up front of well, you don't know who you're you don't know who the, what the teams are gonna be, right? So let's say a bunch of hitters get together, like maybe Rob, John Phillips, and <laughs> and Robbie Stewart get on one team. Right, you know that that is that is rough. Yeah, yeah. That, that is you, rough. Get your inhaler. Yeah. So, and then on top of that, uh, like the way it works is basically there's a team captain, and then there's number two, and then there's number three. Mm-hmm. So, whatever order you decide you're going to be in, that's the order you're going to be in, right? So, captains always play team captains. Uh, number twos always play number twos, and number threes always play number threes. So you don't know what order that's gonna each player is gonna be in. Wait, wait. Do you, can you change that per? Match? No, no. Oh, dog. Oh, that's messed up. So that is messed. You up. You don't know. So add that, adding that together with the fact that there's gonna be open deck lists, but also that we share. We all, all three of, of, of us on the same team share the same card pool. So that means right. there's if it's, if there's a, the one of a kind cards, you can all three of us only have one, right? Between the three, so if we want to use shock, we got to divvy that up amongst the three characters, or we got to give it all to one person, right? So you never know if you're gonna be matched up against somebody and just look at the deck and be like, oh yeah, this isn't a good matchup, <laughs> you know? You so it's it's gonna be interesting. Uh, it's also going to be interesting because you get to look because it's open deck list. Every every time you go to you know to a different opponent, you're still mm-hmm. going to be able to strategize specifically against that deck. But you can't change cards. You can't change your MC, 
and you can't change the order in which you guys play. So if if you if I'm the captain, I'm always playing the captain. Mm-hmm. So you just don't know what you're gonna get. It's it's gonna be uh, an interesting journey, but it's gonna be tough too, especially since every win matters. Every single one, because I, I I see people forming of like Voltron. This is gonna be this is gonna be rough. <laughs> this is gonna be rough. You just sit back and have have a whole bunch of Gen Con champs on one team. Like, hey, what the? It's like it's like the it's like Moneyball. It's like the Yankees versus the Oakland A's or some junk. You know, I'm really not expecting that though. I'm really not. I'm actually expecting. I'm expecting teams to stay team loyal for the most part. No, I'm just saying. I, I expect teams to stay team loyal, but it don't I'm mean that they don't have that. A team. It don't mean that they don't have a team that's full of people that can just crack heads. You know, oh well, so. we know they do, right? <laughs> we right. Know they so, do. So it's yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a uh, that's an interesting uh, that's gonna be an interesting issue right there. But at least going in, once everybody's decks are open, once you are, huh, John Phillips just went on Twitch. Once you are, once all the deck lists are released, you know you can strategize against everybody's deck up front. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So there's a plus to that. You know, you don't have a, it's not like you're waiting a whole week. And I think that's the downside to whoever you play last. Because it's like, okay, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm playing somebody at last, then both teams know they've seen these decks win and lose and what, what won and what lost. So now it's like, okay, I know I have the advantage or I don't know. You know, I definitely don't have the advantage. It was like I was at Gen Con and I was going up against uh, Top 8 against Mimic. Matches over in 10 minutes. I lost twice in 10 minutes. If if it took 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just what it is. You you just know that somebody got your, uh, you know, Paper Beach Rock. You know, what are you going to do? So, um, yep. That's, that's, and that's, that's just the thing. It's it's illustrated only, and everything is legal. So, wow, no telling what's gonna be played. I mean, aside from banned cards, right, right, right. Everything, gotcha. but everything was aside from back banned cards. So, you know, okay. Kelly Dex, Dark Phoenix, Iron, uh, uh, not Iron Man, Doctor Doom, right. Uh, yeah, expect to see all the annoying all things, the, all the shenanigans. Yep. All the shenanigans. Yeah. So, like I said, uh, all right, man. This is yeah, something to uh, something to ponder over on the weekend. <laughs> see, see how that goes. Yeah. So, anything else going on before we wrap it up? Man, it's a ton of things going on, but uh. I mean, we still got the we got the Wish Power Championships that'll be revealed this weekend. Uh, it was supposed to be revealed last weekend, but you know, uh, Texas decided didn't want to act right, so right. they got postponed. <laughs> you got you, yeah. What a terrible mayor, <laughs> bro! <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that. Is, like, why would you tell people? Nah, sis. This- that's not. That's beyond kicking folks when they're down. I mean, that's the worst mayor ever. <laughs> like this is not Hunger Games. Like, what would make you say that? You know. Oh my anyway, 
So, mm-hmm. I mean, he might as well have been like, may the odds be ever in your favor. You, you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, but any, like, so anyway. the doggy dog world out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So. Oh, man. Yeah. It's been so long since we since we recorded anything, man. It was all types of stuff going on. We just didn't have time, so right. I guess right. let that all that stuff fade away into the ether. Yeah, yeah. So as, as I get time, that's that's definitely on me because I was like, oof. When the time has been been busy, and the weather came and and was like, hey, you want some snow? No, good. Here it is. You know. So, man, it, the thing about it is that. We were having such a great winter. <laughs> man, it ain't snowing at all out here, man. We all the way at the end of January. And then and then winter was like, look at God. Watch all this. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is going to keep snowing, huh? Like, <laughs> Dude, in what, a week and a half? We got, what, 18 inches of snow? Oh, my God. Our, our yard. It's two days. <laughs> that was just two days. That. It's it good for it had times though. It has snowed a week, a week after that straight. It was like, no, nah, you thought this eighteen inches was it? No, sir. We're gonna keep on adding it up. Mm-hmm. After a while, I just got used to it. I'm like, uh, I guess I'm about to be struggling, uh, trying to get the tie out today again. Right. Again, uh, <laughs> I started taking drastic measures, man. I, as soon as I got home, I I couldn't. Cleaned off both cars. I would come down before I went to bed and clean off both cars. <laughs> <laughs> just to make this come down in the morning, <laughs> just to come down in the morning and see a foot of snow still on the car. Like you got to be <laughs> man. When that used to happen to me, man, I I just get in the car and just start the car and blow the heat, and, and I'd just be like, all right, well, let me leave this car started, and. uh Hope it don't get stolen while I go back up in here and get ready for work. <laughs> in order to steal it, in order to steal it, they got to clean the car off. <laughs> right, that's what I'm hoping. Like, hey, I'm hoping. Watch, like, just sit there, watch it. They almost finished, and then come down. But hey, man, appreciate that. <laughs> right, right. So, like I said, yeah, it's uh, supposed to be decent weather. Hopefully, melt melt uh, at least most of the snow off. So decent weather for next week or so. Yeah, that's how that goes. It's getting up to fifty days this week. Good. Hoping don't flood nobody's basement though, because I can see that being a problem. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. I get this posted. It's your boy Cell, along with my co-host. We back, baby. It's Vern Lee. All right. And uh, if you want to reach out to us, questions, comments, concerns, email us at teamapexforthewin at gmail.com. Teamapexforthewin, spell the whole thing out, at gmail.com. Talk to you later.